Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Ruff, and, and we're, we're the LinkedIn, LinkedIn Rock Stars. <laughs> hey, we're happy to introduce uh, WebmasterRadio.fm's mobile app. It's for, for iPhone and Android. So I on my iPhone and me it. on my Android. Yeah, yeah, we can. It, it solves the problem. It uh, does. It really does. Which hey, app are you going to use? Are, is it just the current shows, or are you checking out the past episodes as well? Every past episode of Rock the World with LinkedIn and thousands of hours of other archive programming uh, is out there. You know, you can listen to webmasterradio.fm live whenever you like. Absolutely. And so you can download webmasterradio.fm mobile app on the iTunes store or on Google Play. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Chat with other LinkedIn gurus and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. to rock the world with LinkedIn and I've got my favorite co-host Mike O'Neill, the LinkedIn rock star with me today. Mike, welcome. I am really ready to rock. Sean (laughs) Burke, our guest today from Kite Desk is so cool. The best part about having radio shows is your guests, isn't it? I mean, we love our audience. We love our audience and we get to bring guests like Sean to our audience. It's really fun hunting out guests, isn't it, Laurie? It is hunting out cool guests, no less. And and we've got such a cool reputation now, Mike, that people will actually not just sometimes people reach out and say, hey, can I be on your radio show? And that's cool. But what we really love is when somebody else reaches out and said, hey, have you thought about having Sean Burke with Kite Desk on your radio show? That's what happened in this case. Mark Fidelman, one of our good friends out of out of Carlsbad, California, Southern California, who runs Rainforest, who's been on our show, said, I think you I think this this guy will rock your world, and I know he's going to. I've talked to him, and he's really all that cool. Well, Lori, at the same time, one of my clients, um, uh, the Marlin Company, who we did a training program for in Las Vegas, sent me a note and says, have you seen this? Have you tried this? And I hadn't. <laughs> got it. We got it. And going both, both ways. Um, they're in a trial with Kite Desk right now, the Marlin Company. Is. Nice. That's cool. Hey, you know, um, one of my favorite bands is you too and i know it's not one of their greatest songs but one of their most touching songs is kite does it make you think of the rainstorm at tcf stadium last year for the (laughs) well you know that that was a beautiful shot i I couldn't believe we got to go not only did did you take me to a u2 show which rocked my world but you took me to a u2 show where it rained and we got so Soaked and it was amazing, but no, it, it didn't. It hadn't. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Thank you. But no, Kite comes from the album "All That You Can't Leave Behind." So Bono was out with his daughters um, in in this huge hill in Ireland, 
um, overlooking Dublin Bay. And they went to go um, fly kites. And, you know, I, I think of kites as something you really want to show to the world and put up there and, and they're supposed to be beautiful. Well, the day did not go so well. And so what happened, though, is that um, the girls said, Daddy, can we go home and play video games? <laughs> and, and so they did. And, and Bono wrote this song called Kite about the experience he had with his kids and how, you know, it turned out okay anyway, because it really wasn't about the kite that wouldn't fly. It was about the time he got to spend with his girls, which touched my heart because I have a daddy. And, um, and I'm a daddy's girl. I'm shameless. Um, daddy's been gone for a little while now, but I will always forever be his, his daddy's little girl. But, but that sort of then brings me to, to LinkedIn. You know, a lot of people have been talking about the LinkedIn rec- recommendations, the written recommendations, and how powerful they are. But it's hard to show them anywhere other than on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, and you know, you want to, to direct people to see your recommendations, and it's difficult. Only two of them show up per job, and seeing them all is, is, is quite, the, quite the effort, Lori. How, right. What do you recommend in terms of, of people who really want to get their recommendations shining and focused on and people seeing them? How, how, can, they, can people link directly to recommendations? Mm-hmm. I'll ask that pointed That's question. T- that's a good question, and sadly, no, um, you can't really. Um, and I, I just published an article on LinkedIn about it, and and Scott Allen has a little bit of a workaround that's kind of kludgy, but it it sort of works. But in essence, what you can do. Because you go to your LinkedIn profile, you go down to recommendations and you can see received or given, but those recommendations show up inside of a frame on LinkedIn and you can't, it's hard to go find how do I get that URL to that frame. And so the best thing that we've done and we recommend other people do is take a screenshot of them, um, you know, with the whole, the image, the way that they appear um, so that it looks like a screenshot and not like a copy paste job and use those to put on your website or on other places um, and then and then from there you can always link to that picture a link back to your LinkedIn profile now the cool thing is if I put that for example um, on my speaking page on our website and you go to Lori Ruff's speaking page and you've got some recommendations about Lori's speaking and they're all little pictures they have they have a high value of SEO, right? So I can say Lori Ruff speaking recommendation, Lori Ruff speaking testimonial, whatever. And then I can also link that back to my LinkedIn profile. That adds a very high value backlink to our website and to my speaking page in particular because of the high value that Google holds um, for LinkedIn pages. So it, it's a workaround, but it, it's not a bad one. And it, it really does have some nice side effects. Well, I've seen I've seen some creative little things as well. That's where the the recommendation text is actually copied and pasted right into a job description or into a summary, even mm-hmm. um, yeah. kind of kind of like you've seen those famous quotes where someone will have a quote from Steve right. or David Thoreau or you know whoever it is uh, um, there. Except it's a recommendation and some quotes and text and stuff like that. If they really want to. You know, make it pop, so to say. Um, if you want to make it pop, maybe a little too much, um, you could put all caps in there. You'd use italics. You'd use bold. Um, but we're kind of only got all caps where we're at. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, hey, so we have a really cool guest today, uh, Sean Burke with Kite Desk, and we're going to hear all about 
him and Kite Desk and, and cool things they're doing. So let's go thank our sponsors. We'll be right back with Sean Burke. And Mike, thank you for that memory of the U2 concert. And thank you again, yet again. I will thank you for a very long time for taking me to that particular show in the rain. It was a warm rain, wasn't it? It really was. It was amazing. It was perfect. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give... Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, we're rocking the world with LinkedIn, aren't we, Lori Rob? Don't we have an awesome guest today? We always have an awesome guest, but today is particularly awesome because, you know, um, our guest today is just as cool as we are, but even more cool than you are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, to think about that one. I was trying to figure out how to say it so it wouldn't really be a you know bad thing. But Sean Burke with Kite Desk, you're the Chief Revenue Officer. Welcome to Rock the World with LinkedIn. 
It's great to be here. Thank you for the great introduction. I hope I can live up to the coolness factor that I just got. So um, I'll Me do too. my best. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So tell us, you know, we, we, we've been talking for a couple of weeks back and forth on email and stuff. A good friend of ours, Mark Fidelman, who's been on the show, uh, works with you um, and, and introduced us. And then I knew after our first exchange on email that Mike was going to fall in love with you. And you guys have have had some little bit of love fest going on today because you're both Mac users and you're both in sales and you just got all this stuff going on. So tell us a little bit about Sean Burke and who he is. Sure. Um, so the first, probably the most important point is this is my ninth early stage venture. So I have become addicted to early stage technology companies and just love taking something that's an idea in somebody's head. And working your tail off with long nights, a lot of coffee, and a lot of uh, gray hair at this point now, and taking an idea and making it happen, and working deeply with clients to solve problems. So, you know, if you look back on on what I've done and, and our teams have done is taking great concepts and working with great people and having very understanding and patient clients and working tightly with them to do great things together. So I, I would say those are the bullet points and, and spent most almost all my career in a revenue producing role. I've never done just one piece of the revenue acquisition. I've always said like Harry Truman, the buck stops with me. So if you <laughs> want me to hit the results, I've got to handle both marketing and sales and ultimately I'm the person that either makes it or breaks it for the company. So that's that's my background. Wow. So, so does the user interface design fall into your lap a little bit like it does maybe for the others? Well, I'm definitely uh, definitely an influencer on it because out of, you know, especially with KiteDesk, I'm a power user, right? I mean, I'm I'm one of the, the client acquisition um, uh, people within the company. So I'm using the tool all the time. And it's the thing for me that's awesome. Like literally the coolest thing in the world is, if I want a problem solved for me with sales, I just call Jared up and say, Jared, I think this would be a fantastic thing for me. And he's like, oh, that's either really hard to do and I, there's no way I'm touching it or, hey, give me 48 hours and I'll put that together. So it's fantastic. 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, some of the things, those little green men actually, uh, Mike, I know we talked about it a, a little bit uh, back and forth, but those little green men, if we want to decorate a website – we can have a website decorated with those little green men in like 24 to 48 hours. So it's really yeah. neat how they do that. <laughs> you got some geeks on your team. That's so cool. Absolutely. You know, like, like when you're developing a website, you come up with ideas and features and stuff, and, the, and your developer will say, well, that's easy or it's hard or it requires a plug-in or, you know, we'll, you know where, what do you want to drop off the wagon to put on it? Right. That's right. Yeah, the, the priorities is really tough. I mean, that's where you have the – the really um, difficult conversations because there's a side of it too that developers want to develop what they want to develop too, right? So there's a there's a side is is this marketable or not, and then how long is it? So we we really spend a lot of time deciding what the lowest hanging fruit is and trying to make sure that everything that we develop either you know solves a problem and is right for the next step of our our business. So it's uh, it's fun. We really enjoy it. I know how to lobby for features now, don't I, Sean, huh? You do. I mean, I will tell you, in our business, uh, the, the customers that you know, invest with their dollars definitely get the priority when it comes to uh, product development, for sure. 
That is I'm cool. a squeaky wheel. <laughs> the squeaky, he is a squeaky wheel, let me tell you. So you, you've you got an interesting um, makeup of your executive team. There's a there's a triangle in your leadership in your leadership team, and you're the chief revenue officer. So um, I like that better than the CMO or the CSO, chief sales or whatever. You are where the buck stops on, on bringing dollars in the door. Um, and making sure that the company um, has the revenue um, and that cash flow uh, with customers. And I, I think that probably uh, means you have a lot of uh, a lot of relationships in the air to juggle. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a conversation uh, a couple weeks ago with someone. And they said, oh, no, we were doing a webinar with a company called Etrig. And my the topic was marketing, which has been well played. I mean, I obviously didn't come up with it. But it, my discussion around it was the, the convergence of sales, social, and marketing. And the gentleman that I talked to asked me a question like, how much time do you spend on each of those? And literally, in my world right now, it's about a third, right? So I, I spend about a third of my time engaged deeply with customers, not just, you know, we're, we're talking, how do we put a button here? You know, how do we drive value? You know, that type of thing. Um, a third of my time in marketing, how do we get the word out? How do we do messaging? How do we, you know, and, and I would put some of the product in there. And then the social side of it, because we, our application is a social selling app, um, I have become much more social. I will admit that up until my time with KiteDesk on Twitter, I was I was not even relevant. I mean, I wasn't even around. I mean, I had basically when I started, I had sixty followers, and you know, I just didn't in my previous life. Twitter wasn't a part of my world, and I've quickly jumped in and absorbed it. Now, LinkedIn, I was always involved with LinkedIn. I just fell in love with that product like day one, and I'm like, man, these guys have really figured out what a professional like me. Has but uh, yeah, that's that's how I spend my time in those three areas, and then Jared cool. handles uh, technology, and Jack handles uh, finance and uh, you know the admin side of the business, and so uh, Jack's got the toughest job out of all of us. <laughs> I bet fundraising yeah. and, who, and operations. Who's the, fund, who, who's the fundraiser when it when it's uh, uh, capital? Is that uh, is that Jack? Is he Mister Fundraiser? Yeah, Jack usually does. He manages all of our investor relations for sure. I mean, most people. When you're in the due diligence phase or when you're in the front of them, they want to look to me and say, can this guy get it done? So I'm always a part of that. And then there's a due diligence on the technology side. So the fact that all three of us have experience in multiple startups, they usually want to talk to all three of us. But Jack is the ringleader, right? He only pulls us in when we need to be a part of the conversation. That's really pretty cool, though, because with each of you having that um, area of focus that you have, it, it's like that three-legged stool. You've got the the operations and, and running the business and furthering the business handled solidly on one. You've got the client relations and the marketing and the, the relationships going on solidly with you and the technology, which better be able to back up your claims and better be able to do what you say it can do, handled with Jared. So I, I love the idea of that of that triad um, executive team. Yeah, I wish I could say that it was strategic, but we we just all met um, after they were ready to. So they, they started well in advance of me building the product. In fact, um, Jack actually developed a lot of the code that's in the product today. And only when they were going getting ready to commercialize it did I come into the mix. So I'm kind of the third third wheel if you – I mean, these guys have worked together for 17 years. Um, wow. So they know each other really well. And so I kind of came in. 
um, afterwards. And the dynamic's very interesting, I will tell you that. Because they, they, they can share things that happened 10 years ago that I'm just completely clueless on. But it does work for us really well. I bet you can laugh at their jokes, though. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> some of those jokes run really deep. <laughs> so it's, it's I can fun. imagine. Yeah. Well, well, tell our listeners about Kite Desk. What, what is Kite Desk? Sure. So um, we just released a new website, and, and you'll see at the, the, the top of the website that we're, um, our messaging now is we're the world's best Salesforce plugin for intelligent prospecting and social selling. And so we're really working on that top end of the funnel and trying to help people get in the door with people very fast uh, through warm introductions and really solve like four areas of value. So number one, um, being a salesperson for as long as I have been myself is we've spent a lot of time trying to reduce the time that people spend in CRM. So we've actually automated a lot of the things that you do in your CRM. So I I mean, one of our goals would be that you never CRM, but you still get all the management reports and all of those things. So salespeople love that. That's a big win for us. Number two is we reduce the prospecting time and increase close ratios because you're finding context of relationships. And so you just, you don't know, um, you know, most social uh, sites just tell you that someone's connected to someone. We actually give you information like have they shared emails to, with each other? You know, do they have, have they worked together? Um, how often do they communicate with each other? You know, how deeply are they connected to it? So I see this whole new world of contextual relationships becoming more and more valuable. And then the final the final area that we're really focused in on is taking sales intelligence everywhere. So um, we've seen this idea of of tab creep. So like if you look at your your screen and you've got all these tabs, I got LinkedIn open, I got Gmail, I've got Salesforce, I've got la 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 la. And so you've got all these tabs open and sometimes they get so small that they're like a quarter of an inch. So we we took a, a kind of a contrarian view of how to build software and we said, look, you don't need another tab. Let's figure a way to make our our solution work on top of the tools you use so it goes with you everywhere. And so that's what we did. And our, I mean, it takes a little bit, while, a little bit longer to get used to it because people are used to opening up the tab. But when they really understand that this data is everywhere, like the little green men, Mike, I'll keep bringing that up. I got the, uh, the green toolbar, right? There you go. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, you know, our our clients really love it because it's it doesn't take up a massive amount of space on the screen, and it only gives salespeople the data that they really need. Nice, Mike. I know being the LinkedIn rock star, you know. Music has got to mean something in your life, and I'm going to guess that Sean's got some fun stories for you. Well, Sean, tell me, tell me about a really big show that really changed your life, could you? A big festival show of some kind. Okay, well, so that's that's an interesting point. Um, I actually love small shows, but I will I'll give you real quick two examples. My favorite show ever was Bob Mould, who um, he played an acoustic version of his music with Sugar in Chicago with a very intimate setting, and it was like the best show ever. It's like, you know, I came out of it, I'm like, this guy and I like went to college together. But the biggest show that impacted me ever, like in terms of hitting me hard, was U2 when I was probably in high school. And it was, I'm trying to remember, it was right after the Unforgettable Fire. Um, oh, I forget what the name of the... The album was, but whenever the Edge came out and he played and he had all the harmonics on his guitar, I just, uh, me and my buddy Larry were just like, "This is, we were, we were loving it." So those are the two that really well, stick out to me. 
Yeah, finest tuned guitar there is in the world, isn't it? A 50, 59, right? Well, and if you look, I mean, have you seen the It Will Get Loud with, with him and uh, Jimmy Page and Jack Black? Have you seen that 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 uh, short video with them? I think VH1 no. did it. Oh, I've you haven't? Seen it. Oh no. my God! It is. If you love guitars, it is one of the coolest thing ever. It goes from Jack Black taking a two by four, putting two nails on it, and putting a string between it and making it into a guitar to the Edge, who has literally the biggest computer system you ever want to imagine, with all these stacks of amps doing these insane things, and then Jimmy Page is right in the middle, and they're just looking at him in <laughs> awe. It's an awesome video if you have a wow. chance to look at it. Yeah, I think it's called "It Will Get Loud." And they all play together, and they all kind of follow each of their paths to success in playing the guitar. Wow. Well, our, our audience are a bunch of rockers here, so um, everyone has to bring a little bit of tip and a little spot to the show here, and you did a good job there. I, you I, did. I, I'm impressed. I, I'm, I'm really impressed. Well, Sean, how can people find you and find out more about Kite Desk? Sure. So our, our website is www.kitedesk.com. And uh, the best way to reach me now, since I'm, I've jumped deeply into Twitter, is just Sean underscore H underscore Burke. Uh, and that's my Twitter handle. And I've tried to get Sean Burke, the person who actually is, is using that handle, is, is not very active on it. But I haven't been able to, to, to have him. I mean, you can't buy a Twitter handle, but I've asked him nicely several times to, to have that. So that's what I'm using uh, today until I could possibly get my hands on, on the one that I want. Well, stay in touch with Mike about that. He's been he's same thing with Mike O'Neill. At Mike O'Neill is not using his Twitter handle at all. But Mike actually went from Mike O'Neill Denver to Mike O'Neill Rocks, and that was a that was an interesting transition. So when you're ready, well, it's not like you two are going to lose touch either. I think it's a mutual admiration society and and a budding friendship going on here. But it was great having you on Rock the World with LinkedIn. I would love to have you on again, and um, and and let's connect. and, and say hello when we're in the same town. Let us know your travel schedule and stuff. And when you're out speaking and things, we'll, we'll connect. If you ever get into Minneapolis, look Mike up. And if you're in D.C., give me a ring. I will. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This was fun. <laughs> it has been fun. It's really fun. So, <laughs> Brasco, let's, uh, let's go thank our sponsors. We'll be right back with our expert segment on Rock the World with LinkedIn. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. 
Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting, and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The following is an Encore Expert all right, we are back, Rock the World with LinkedIn, and we've got an expert segment you guys are going to love. I'm on with Adam Robinson today of Splash Media U. He is the lead content creator. That means he knows his stuff and a senior social media manager for Splash Media. So, Rock Adam, thank you. Welcome to the show. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me again. Again, you're welcome. Hey, you know, you're you're like us. You are passionate about LinkedIn. Um, and, and a question we get a lot is, how do I know if I'm getting a return on my investment? What's my ROI? How do I tell? You know, that's a very popular question I hear, not just for LinkedIn, but all of social media. And I think a lot of people are trying to figure that out. But, you know, when you talk about ROI, you really have to understand what's the roadmap to ROI. You know, when you start a business, you don't just turn on the lights and you get a return on the investments that you've made in building the business, turning on the lights, paying the employees, getting the capital uh, for all the you know materials that you have, et cetera. Um, you know, there are key performance indicators or uh, stops along the road that, that get you to ROI. So just like uh, with LinkedIn, you have to understand what are the metrics that I need to know that will prove my, my ROI. So... You need to look at the stats that are now available uh, under page statistics. Used to be called, I think, analytics on your company page. And how many people are viewing it month over month? And how many people are looking at the products, clicking on the uh, products and services pages, recommending those products? What industries are looking at your company page? And then go even further. If you have a LinkedIn group or maybe if you've joined a few LinkedIn groups, look at the new statistics available there as well. You know, what... Uh, kind of members uh, are you seeing in your group? What What is their industry? What are their seniority? What is their geography? Does it match your target audience? Are you building your, your group numbers at the rate that you want? Um, so it starts with setting the proper numbers to get to that ROI and then looking at data 
that will get you to what you expect to see. Um, if you're looking at your personal profile, now if you're working for a client, you need to coach them on this because they need to use their own login information. You can look at the handy st- statistics that LinkedIn gives you, even if it's just a free account. If it's paid, you can get more information, but right there on your profile page, you can see how many people have viewed your profile, what, is their, what are their names, what are their industries, but then you can see how often you're showing up in searches for what key phrases, if you have the paid version, and you can really start to analyze, is the activities I'm, are the activities I'm doing in LinkedIn really paying off? Are they trending upward? Am I attracting the right kind of people? And then analyze that data and be willing to make better marketing decisions moving forward. So you can't just wake up one day and expect an ROI. You have to look at the data. You have to set your objectives. And if you're not trending towards those objectives, make changes to better get towards your objectives. And ROI will eventually happen, but it's really up to you to make sure that ROI works for you, not just um, you know, uh, hope that they're going to happen. You can make them happen as long as you're paying attention. That's that's brilliant, Adam. I, I, I know, you know, even the the comments about what kind of industry is looking at your profile, um, looking at your company page or involved in your groups. If you're not reaching your target audience, you're doing something wrong and you need to readjust. Um, you know, what is my message and who am I talking to? Who am I reaching and who do I want to reach? Um, that's that's great advice. So, guys, Adam Robinson, you can find him on Twitter at Tweets by Rob. And someday I'm going to have to ask you about that Twitter handle. But Tweets by Rob on Twitter. Again, he's the lead content creator and senior social media manager at Splash Media. And Rob, you know, I keep wanting to call you that because I tweet to you all the time and <laughs> um, and it, it throws me off. So somebody says Adam's in the room and I'm like, huh? Oh, Rob. Yeah, Adam Robinson. I got it. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just I just love hanging out with you guys so much. We're looking forward to our next trip back to Dallas. Thanks so much for being on Rock the World with LinkedIn. Absolutely. Cool. All right, guys, you can listen to us on webmasterradio.fm at 7 o'clock Eastern on Monday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific, webmasterradio.fm, or pick up the archives at rockworldradio.com. And if you want to see what, what the folks at Splash and we have been working on, you're going to see a little bit of, of Adam's influence as well. Check out rocklinkedin.com. Take a look around um, and let us know what you think. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.